It's What a Weird Week for Friday, October 14th, 2022, Season 4, Episode 2. The Robot Uprising is about to commence. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thanks for coming back. We're checking out What a Weird Week. This is the top 10 weird stories from the news. Let's go. 10. All right, you guys. Number 10 is, uh, it has a lot of numbers. I was pre-reading number 10 and I drifted off. So maybe if you're driving, please pull over, be safe. If you haven't been able to sleep well, this could be the story that saves you. So you're welcome. Number 10 is the Philippines lottery story with all the numbers. So you know how lottos work, you guys? Yeah? Okay. I don't have to go over it? All right. So when you don't win and the jackpot grows and grows, people get excited, right? This jackpot got up to 236 million pesos. And 400 and some people won. How can they sell 400 and something winning tickets? People thought there must have been a computer glitch or, you know, what would you think? Something fishy going on, right? Hackers. Obviously, at some point, we all end up with the same answer. It's hackers or UFOs. But... No. A mathematician looked at it and said, no, here's what the secret to the lotto is. We hardly ever pick random numbers when we play the lotto. We always pick some kind of a pattern. So if you get an interesting pattern of numbers drawn for the lotto, you're going to have more people win the lotto. So the patterns thing is one. And then in this lotto, uh, it was the nine times table. Those were the winning numbers. So like 918, you know, up the line. At first, you're like, wow, what are the odds? That's freaky. But the odds are the same for any set of numbers. So anytime they pick the lotto numbers, this is the thing that I can't wrap my head around. But if the numbers are one, two, three, four, five, six, or the numbers are six randos, the sa- it's the same odds for the set of numbers. We just remember if it's one, two, three, four, five, six, we all pay attention. Same odds. I think I summed it up there. Look, I got to be honest. I started to drift a little, but... You can read the article. There's a lot more detail there, and it's kind of interesting if that's your cup of tea. Nine. Number nine, headline, robots can outrun you now. World domination begins next week. Robot world domination. Or, if you prefer, human subordination. Uh, the gist of the story is a robot that is just legs has set a new world record for running the 100-meter dash. It is just legs, you guys. It is freaky to look at. People on average can run 100 meters, maybe 14 seconds. This leggy robot was a little slower, 24 seconds and change, but that's a world record for robots. And also, the most important thing, the key here, is the robots don't get tired. So they will outlast you. You can run away, you can keep away from a robot for a little while, especially if you have hefty friends like myself. I could be, I would be the the first one down in the robot uprising. You'd be maybe ahead of me running away. But... The robots don't get tired, and they will outlast you, and we're all doomed when the army of legbots... Why didn't they call it Legbot? That's a pretty good name, isn't it? Legbot. Somebody copyright that for me? Thank you. So, the Legbot video, we put a link in the show notes. Remember when the two-legged robots were all over the internet because they were derps? They would trip over, there would be like a small crack on the sidewalk, and the robot would tip over and be helpless, flailing, no more. That is not the situation anymore. 
the leg bots are taking over, you guys. Eight. Number eight. The headline is King Charles to be crowned on wrong stone of destiny? Question mark. I didn't know anything about the stone of destiny, but it was in the news this week. I did a bit of a deep dive. Some kind of legendary stone that kings and queens sit over when they get crowned. And depending on who you ask, it symbolizes a few different things, has a bunch of different legends attached to it. It's in the news because they're planning out King Charles' coronation. Coronation is going to happen next year. And likely the Stone of Destiny will be used in the ceremony. But some people say it's a fake. It was stolen before. And what they, the theory, the conspiracy people say when after it was stolen and then returned, they didn't return the real Stone of Destiny. They returned a fake, a copy. So that's kind of the gist. I don't know what it means if you if it is a fake. I just assume that the coronation doesn't take. If it's a fake, it does not take. It sounds like it could be chaos. I'm not sure who would be king. I, maybe Burger King would become king. If, if it's not King Charles, it should be Burger King. Until just now, I had no idea I felt so strongly about this. Seven. Number seven, Halloween costumes based on pop culture that will be popular this year. This is our first Halloween story of the year. Halloween coming at you. Full speed ahead to Halloween. So this is courtesy WSYR Television, providing the latest news, weather, and sports for Central New York. So they came up with a list of surefire hits. Here are their top three. Max from Stranger Things, Elvis, and House of the Dragon. I assume they mean a character from House of the Dragon. Although, if you dress like a house with a dragon on the mailbox, you're going to win that costume contest once people figure it out. Hey, it's a bit of a thinker, but I think that could win you the contest. Maybe it's too meta. I, I, you know what? I'm starting to second guess. We put a link to the whole list in the show notes. Six. Number six is the New Zealand cow burp story. So this would be a world first. The government in New Zealand wants farmers to pay tax on every burp from their cows to save the environment. Cow farming generates a lot of greenhouse gases. So levying a burp tax, it's never been done before. If it gets approval, farmers would be on the hook for all the bovine burps. First of all, I don't know how you enforce that. Do you send a field agent to the farm to, you know, with a clicker to start counting burps, quarter burps, half burps, whatever, add them all together? I don't know. Complicated. This idea is pretty terrible. You know how they say there are no bad ideas when you're brainstorming, but at some point, some of those ideas that you brainstormed are bad. And this one to uh, tax the farmers, our friends, the farmers who provide delicious food and nourishment for us. I'm going on record here. I don't like it. I don't like taxing farmers more and the cows get off scot-free. The cows are the burpers. They're rude, you guys. They're always staring at you. They eat with their mouth open. They poop wherever they want. It's the cows. It's the cows you should be going after. Don't make the farmers pay the tax. You talk to the cows. Make them behave. Five. Okay, number five. The headline is thousands of people decide. Oh, wait. PG-13, you guys. Wait, PG-18. PG-55, you guys. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Just a heads up. Thousands of people decide that if the world is going to end, they want to go out doing the deed together in a big old doing the deed party. You know what I'm saying? It rhymes with Georgie. Here's the gist. 
There's war in the news all the time, and people are on high alert about nuclear attacks. Sometimes stuff like that makes you feel helpless, like... You know, what can we all do in the face of this alarming era that we live in? What can we all do? And about 15,000 Ukrainians have signed up for an outdoor love party for loving lovers. It's what I'm calling it. If there's a nuclear attack, these 15,000 plus people will commence with the shimmy shammy on a hillside in Ukraine. They've signed up. They're ready to go. They are, um, you know, eager. They don't, I mean, they want peace, peace first, but if not peace, moving on. Four. Number four, some good news here. Planet Earth is safe from meteors. Or the alternate headline, Planet Earth has never been in more danger. Wait, that's not good news. So here's the gist of the story. NASA crashed a space vehicle into a meteor a little while ago to test if we could change a meteor's orbit change the orbit of a meteor in case someday a meteor is hurtling towards Earth and we need to knock that thing off course. So NASA now has studied all the data that came back from their experiment and they say it was a great success. We'll be able to save the Earth from meteors. And I was so relieved, you guys. One less thing to worry about. But then I was like, "Mm, I've seen this movie. As soon as we start to feel good about how smart we are as a species... Something comes along to put us back in our place. So I celebrated the good news for moments. And then I was like, we've never been in more danger, have we? We are in grave danger. Three. Number three. Maybe number three will be happier. Here's the headline. A person grew a very heavy pumpkin. That's the whole story, really. Every year, pumpkin records are broken. How big is too big, you guys? When it comes to pumpkins, I mean... Should we pump the brakes on big pumpkins? Of course not. They're a national treasure. Here are just a couple of notes from the headline. And there's a link to a photo if you click the show notes. A grower in Italy holds the world record heaviest pumpkin, 2,700 pounder. But a teacher in Minnesota has the new U.S. record. Just got set earlier this week. The heaviest pumpkin in the U.S. is 2,560 pounds. Okay, number two may make you stop in your tracks. I mean, number two, sometimes you got to stop for number two. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry I said it, but editing is hard. I'm not going back. We're not cutting it out. Okay, number two, will there be a class action lawsuit because Google knows stuff about our incognito browsing history? This story, you guys, yikes. So a judge has to decide now whether to let a class action lawsuit go ahead over Google's incognito mode. In case you missed an incognito mode is like one of the worst names for that mode because it is not super private and not everybody knew that. And then there's this thing where hardly anybody knew that Google has been tracking data from incognito browsing. I did not know this. The same way they would, you know, I assume it's the same as if they were tracking, you know, they wanted to serve you ads about something you like. Well, they can sneak a peek into, you know, what's happening in your incognito browsing session, too. I think what it boils down to now, the judge has to decide, like, were we just naive fools to trust that incognito was private? Or were we misled by, you know them calling the mode incognito. It does tend to paint a picture where things are a little private 
anyway, it's up to the judge. And if you want to read the whole article, it's kind of, you know, that was just my summation. In summation, Your Honor, but I am not a lawyer and you can read the whole article. I don't know. When you heard that, were you like, yikes, they know my incognito history? Or were you like, wait, there's an incognito tab? If the last one there, uh, good for you. God bless your uh, innocent face. One. Okay, here's number one. This is some good info. It's an interesting survey about emojis, you guys. It's not lighthearted. It's like serious. It's heavy. Emojis are tearing us apart. So this was um, a survey of thousands of Generation Zers, the under 30 crowd. And one of the takeaways, if you send the thumbs up emoji a lot, the Generation Z folks, the vast majority of people uh, involved with the survey say the thumbs up emoji is passive aggressive and they feel attacked when they receive the thumbs up emoji, which I had no idea. And I am sorry because I send that all the time. I had no idea I was sending something that would upset somebody. Thumbs up emoji should be Thumbs up, passive aggressive emoji. That should be the new name of it. Maybe you didn't know that was insulting and you want to avoid that one. The other ones, they just make you seem old. According to the research, Gen Zers, when they see you using the red love heart as an example, the poop emoji, the grimacing face, which I think that's really the cringe. I, I would call it the cringe smile face. Those all make you seem old to Generation Z, which maybe you don't care. I am old. And what am I supposed to, if I can't use the red love heart anymore, how am I supposed to tell my children I love them? Words? I don't think so, you guys. Anyway, the takeaway of this story is, and you can go down the whole list of the emojis that make us seem old or whatever, and maybe this is good info for someone you know, you want to share the information with them. The takeaway is we're all terrible at communication. And some of us have been, and it's me, I mean, I am guilty of this, and I apologize to the Gen Zers in my life who have received a thumbs-up emoji. I didn't know it was bad, and I have been unknowingly insulting you for uh, several years, and I am sorry. People can assign new meanings to emojis, and you might only find out after sending your kids a thumbs-up emoji, like, for the millionth time. I have to start using my words. Words are hard, you guys. Anyway, the whole list... The whole shoot match there in the show notes, there's a link. Or just shownotes.page will get you to what you need. Unless what you need is cocaine, which maybe steer clear of that stuff. I don't want to get preachy, but once again, we've turned it into a big lecture about cocaine. Way to go, Scott.